Thank you for joining us for the Power of Faith with David Hathaway. It is our hope that you will be inspired and encouraged by today's message. We pray God's blessing upon you as you listen. Don't forget to visit our website, eurovision.org.uk, for more information on David's ministry. This year, in Central Asia, we will extend our evangelistic efforts, reaching these forgotten countries, with the message of Christ. Your support will help us bring the transformative power of the gospel to so many people. Now, open your Bible and join David for today's word. What I do want to talk to you about is the way that God can actually speak to us, not just our speaking to him. Um, Now, he gave me that scripture before the miracle, but you know how that miracle happened when I was in Germany and how after praying that night and getting into my bed and virtually dying, that the whole cancer came out of my mouth. And that's more than 20 years ago. And so God not only gave me healing, but age 91, God gives me health. I mean, this is, it was a, it was a wonderful thing. He gave me a double promise. So what I'm trying to assure you is this, that God not only just simply answers prayer, but we can see the impossible happen if we believe. Because, you know, I, I, I would turn you very quickly to scriptures in Mark 11 and uh, also in, uh, it, in, in Luke. And if I turn you to Mark chapter 11, it's very interesting that um, it speaks there about the uh, miracles. I mean, this is where Jesus calls his disciples on the Mount of Olives to go and find the colt and so on. But uh, on the next day, when they were come to Bethany, Jesus was hungry, his first 12. And seeing a fig tree, having leaves, he came, thinking that he would find some fruit, and there's nothing, only leaves. And Jesus cursed the fig tree. But if you then turn to verse 20, um, the following morning as they passed by, and they saw the fig tree was already dead. Peter, obviously it's Peter, who's always the outspoken one, said, Lord, how come? This is verse 21. That fig tree which you cursed is already dead. And Jesus didn't answer him specifically on that question. But what Jesus says in verse 22 Have faith in God, because truly I say to you that whoever will say to this mountain, and they were on the Mount of Olives, be removed and cast into the sea, that would have been the Dead Sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says will happen shall have, now make a note of this and read this. I've got it open in front of me and I'm challenging you. I'm challenging you because what does it say? 
it says very clearly here, Jesus said, whatever, if you say this and shall not doubt in your heart, but shall believe that those things which you have said shall happen, shall have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you will receive them and you will have them. So, Jesus is being very specific here. Firstly, he's saying that you can see the most incredible miracles casting down the mountain into the sea, if you have the faith to say it. But then he brings it down in verse 24 to the simplicity of simply saying that whatever you ask for when you pray, now come on, whatever you ask for when you pray, if you believe, that God will answer, you will have what you ask for. This is an incredible scripture. It's repeated also in Luke, but this one in Mark is so strong because what Jesus is doing is outlying a totally different part of prayer because to so many of us, prayer is what Jesus said when the disciples said to him, Lord, teach us how to pray. And you remember what he said, when you pray, say, Our Father. But that although that was the prayer that he taught his disciples, but this is going the step beyond. And the trouble is too many people never get beyond that first step of the Lord's Prayer. Yes, the Lord's Prayer is important. And if I were to speak about it, how God revealed that to me in the prison, that was quite a miracle. But we've got to go beyond that and mix our faith into our praying and to believe. And, you know, sometimes when I have prayed for sick people, I have just known in my spirit that God would heal them. And because there's that sense of that knowing, I'm praying and knowing, and the miracle really happens. And if you read the book by Siberia, you'll find that although we had intercessors with every group and I had intercessors with me personally, so often the real answers to prayer came when I prayed in faith. And absolute miracles provision of airplanes, transport. You, you, you just have to read the book to see how that God would actually not only answer, but he would tell me what to do to get the answer. And it just shows how much if we have the faith to believe that God has the power to do what we ask. The whole question is this. When you're praying and you're praying for something big, do you really believe that God has the power to do it? And do you believe that he wants to do it? If so, command it. I mean, when we had the storm in Galilee, you know the story, when we had the uh, Roman amphitheater at Caesarea and the 
enemy sent a storm, the most violent storm they'd ever known on the Pacific coast. And I was so challenged because nobody could get into the stadium because of the danger of everything collapsing. And I had to speak to the window, say, I command you in the name of Jesus that you stop. And I commanded the storm to stop. And it stopped instantly in front of four and a half thousand unbelieving Jews. Do you understand? You see, we have an authority and a power in prayer. And so often, and this in my closing moments, I must share with you is this, that when I talk to the Lord, I ask him to answer me, even in conversation with him, even in regular prayer, I, I, I will ask him for an answer. And he answers me, how? Not with words, not with someone's prophecy. He answers me from Scripture. And the Holy Spirit will bring to my mind, just as the ones I've quoted you, will bring to my mind the way to get the answer, and the answer is there in Scripture. And when I find it in writing, God always does what he says. And what I can say to you is this, after more than 70 years of ministry, 73 years of ministry, God has never failed. When God has spoken to me and given me a promise, he keeps it. And in fact, the challenge when they, in the prison, they were saying, why are you telling people you're going to get out? It's impossible. The first thing the Lord said to me was, how do you know you're saved? And I said, well, why ask me as an evangelist? I said, I know every scripture. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord will be saved. Yes. And what God was saying, do you believe that? And I said, yes. Well, if you believe that, believe everything. And if you can have enough faith to believe for your own salvation, that Christ died for you and your sin is blotted out and that you're born again, then put that same belief to work in your praying until you see the power of God in your own life. And you know, I need your prayer support desperately at this time. We're going to the most dangerous area in Central Asia. I've just come back and shortly I'll going be going back there again. We need your prayer support. Pray with us. We desperately need prayer in faith that the miracles will happen. And thank you, and God bless you. Thank you for listening to The Power of Faith broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are many free teaching resources to help you on your walk with God. David has written many faith-building books to encourage and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online and in person. Our ministry is only possible because of the faithful support of so many people. For details on our evangelism and humanitarian relief work, visit eurovision.org.uk. Thank you again for listening.
you all know my story, how that I was released on my birthday. You have to read the book to get the real story, how I was released on my birthday. And because I flew home with the prime minister who had flown out to release me, I flew home sitting in the airplane next to the prime minister. And because of the publicity, when we landed in Heathrow with all the press and the television cameras, I mean, he made a, he made a big thing out of it, I can tell you, that I got a telephone call from the churches. We've seen the miracle of your release. Would you be strong enough to speak in the Royal Albert Hall on Monday? And of course, I said, yes. That. So God literally, and to me, what's so interesting is, Literally to the very day, God fulfilled both of those promises. And even when I was uh, 20 years ago taken with lung cancer and I was praying, I, I was asking the Lord if he would heal me. And he very, very clearly gave me a scripture in which he said, he would give me both health and healing. 